Ohana, aloha, hello there. How are we? Uh, I'm going to apologize for not having an episode last week. It was the holiday season and it was madness last week. I'm pretty sure we had something going on every single day. So I apologize, but look, part of my New Year's resolution is to be more grounded and present in the moment. I wasn't going to force an episode if I didn't have anything to talk about. My friends who are joining us today were a little busy last week as well. So we finally got it. Guys, I am joined with so I'm going to kind of tell you why they're on in a second. But first and foremost, they're wonderful supporters of Captain Coffee. We love them. They interact constantly. Joe and Nicole, how are we doing, guys? Hey, how are you? Hello, hello. Now, you guys are both listeners, right? Or, Nicole, you yes. are? Yes. Yes, yes. I eavesdrop. Yes. Room, <laughs> I, eavesdrop. But, uh, I love that. Yeah. He's awesome. a forced listener. <laughs> Good. I love it. Uh, so uh, the reason why these two wonderful people are on is if I'm correct, Joe, you used to work at Starbucks, right? Or you still do? Yes, sir. I used to. Okay. And Nicole, you're working there presently? Yes. For about four years. All right. So, you know, I want to have them on because look, you all know that I'm not the huge, I'm not a huge Starbucks fan, but I want to, I, I did some real emotional digging as to why I don't like Starbucks. And I will explain today. I'm very excited about it. But I wanted them to come on to either defend, talk about, share some insight, give some light on some things. So I'm very excited to have them on because it's first off coffee. We all love talking coffee. And yes. two very passionate people about Disney, which is awesome. And Star Wars and um and coffee. I said Star Wars. Are you guys Star Wars? Star Wars too. Oh, Star Wars. Let's go, my man. Yes, let's go. Hold on. Looks like he's pulling something out. Hey, oh, let's go. Toy. Oh, I love it. Well, I just always have one on hand in case I need to grab it and show you something. Absolutely. Well, for the boys for Christmas, I'm, full transparency, I would like to say, well, hold on. Oh, there you guys are. I froze for a second. You know, I, I got the boys lightsabers that you can like fight with. Like they're like commercial grade. You can fight and smack each other with it and they're not going to break. Oh, I would love to nice. say I got that for them for Christmas, but I got it just as much for me because I got one for myself. So like it has been nonstop lightsaber battles in this house and it's been awesome. But um, all right, before yes. we hop in, y'all know how we like to do. We're going to do our thankful for thing. And um, I really want to going into the new season. I'm not a huge re New Year's resolution guy. I'm kind of like an every day. Our bodies, it's a brand new resolution every day. It's a brand new year, day, minute, second for our body. So I like to kind of take that as a, a real serious resolution is to take every moment as a gift. So what we're going to do is we're going to do our deep breathing. We're going to do two deep breaths today. We're going to focus a little bit more on like a full count of uh, three to four second inhale. Hold for about four seconds and a good controlled exhale. Here we go. Ready? Hold for four. One more. Hold it. Oh, big All right. We'll go ladies first. What are you thankful for, my friend? Hit us with it. I am definitely thankful foremost for my healthy daughter, our healthy daughter. So oh. many people don't have that. And you take health for granted sometimes and food. And, you know, we woke up. You know, the next day of Christmas, I look around the wrapping paper and heat in our house when so many people didn't have it. And you just you have to just be thankful for all the things you have. Like we're in a home, we're warm, we ate, we gave our kid a beautiful Christmas. She's healthy. She went to bed tucked in under blankets. It's just magical. Like it's so you know, the blessings are so big and it's stuff you take for granted every day. I have a wonderful husband. 
Yes. My man. I had to say him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. I no our family is just, they're, we're so blessed. And you just have to, you know, some people think if you don't have like, you know, the fancy cars, the big houses, you know, vacations every day, you know, you don't have blessings. But if you're healthy and you eat, you're blessed. Yes, man. Uh, what I, a good quote that I heard one day is someone asked, where do I like to go on vacation? He goes, what do you mean? Where do you like to go on vacation? He said, every day is a vacation for me, man. As long as I'm here and I'm in the present moment, it's a vacation for me. And I love- And you're alive. You just nailed that. I think you're right. I don't know if anyone watched the uh, Bills game, Bills and Cincinnati game last night. One of the, um, I think he's a a cornerback, got hit yeah. last night and he's like right. in a condition. It goes to show that, you know, life is like, I kind of want to talk about being in the present moment. Life is a precious gift and you nailed it. Being able to- and. Some of y'all don't know what's kind of going on in our life right now. So what you just said hit me hard. Being able to know you guys woke up and having a Christmas morning and having all of those beautiful memories is we take it for granted. That's what America does. We take those little it, yep. things for granted because we always want that big, luxurious lifestyle. Those mm-hmm. little you just talked about is such a gift. I could not agree more. Beautiful. Yes. Way to start the episode, my friend. That's how you do it. Yes, that's oh, right. Yeah. Emotions. I <laughs> Sorry, love I get it. emotional and choked up. So, oh yeah. God. did you hear me two weeks ago? I was all over the place. Yes, I loved it. I was like, man, I just related to it so much. And not many people can just be that open on a public platform, you know? And I really respected that episode. I appreciated it. Thank you for that. Oh, you're very welcome. I try to be my true, authentic self. All I the, love it, especially with a platform, because I want people to know the real me. I don't want to be a I don't want to be a, 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 a two faced person. That's not my that's right. Not my, all right, Joey, hit me, Joe. Uh, Joe. I'd have to. That's a hard follow up, but I'd have to double down. <laughs> on that Family is everything for us every day. I'm grateful, even for the rough days at work or when it seems like uh, not as much is coming in. I just have to say, hey, you know, we um, the bills are paid. There's sure. food in the fridge. We have a happy, healthy family. Um, we're thankful to be around family a lot. Um, and uh, to have that and to have the unity and to have everybody together is really the important part. You know, yes, um, absolutely. You know, like like most people, the last couple of years, we've lost some family members. So, um, you know, sometimes it seems like it's getting harder, but also you become more and more grateful each time something like that happens for the time for the time you have with people and for the uh like you said every day um every day really uh is really important for people um and you have to take it one day at a time for a lot of people um Mm -hmm. change change on the larger scale seems hard and it seems like it's so far away but a little bit every day um you know is really how it gets done so (laughs) You guys just freaking god dang! How am I supposed to follow up on those? Goodness gracious! Man, you both just nailed that. That was that was perfect. Um, I I'm gonna kind of piggyback off of Joe's actually a little bit, and um, I, for what I'm grateful for is the storms of life. And I think I've talked about storms of life a lot, and we're gonna have some future episodes on storms. And um, a lot of people are scared of those storms because it makes you uncomfortable. And um, I, I actually believe that storms are one of the greatest gifts we can receive because kind of like Joe was saying, you know, yeah, it might be hard right now, but it does make you grateful for those moments where it's not hard. You know, you take it for granted when it's easy because nothing in life is worth it if it's easy, in my opinion. 
Right. Right. Being a parent is so magical and wonderful because it's not easy. It is not an easy job. Being no. I mean, Mrs. I poor Mrs. Captain Coffee got to deal with my ass on a regular. I mean, <laughs> bless her soul. You know, like starting a business, working for a, a very big company or any company, there's a lot of struggles. And I think when storms hit, it allows us to see the perspective of what it's going to be like when the storm's no longer here. And it makes us grateful. So I'm, I'm a big fan of storms. Storms mold us, make it stronger. And you also learn a lot about your village when storms hit. You know, you want you right. who's behind you. Who I've talked a couple of times, I think, a couple episodes previous about storm buddies. I'm a big believer in storm buddies. Who's that person that when that big ass storm is rocking your world, thunder, lightning, wind, tornadoes, all that, who's by your side? Who's going to help right. us? Around? That guy. Yes. Right. Oh, I can tell. Yo, you two have got this energy together. That is just awesome. So I can tell. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> and I mean, I'd say we got that because we've weathered the, the storms. storms. You know what I mean? Be because the, the storms have been bad before. You know what I mean? And it takes... It takes those things to build that foundation and it takes those things to uh, to kind of strengthen in each other. So it does. There is a uh, there is a beautiful bliss to the struggle of storms that you get with your partner. There's nothing right. like Kayla and I are going through storms right now and um, it's made us stronger. It's been hard, but hey. We're, gr- we're we're grinding together. She's my storm buddy. She always will be. And I'm grateful for her. I don't know where she is. Are you down here? <laughs> nope. She's going to somewhere else. I don't know where she yeah. is. <laughs> Uh, it's, God, that was beautiful. Thank you. Oh, go ahead. What was you going to say? I was going to say, it's just funny because people on the outside will typically look at you and they're like, man, you guys, you're such a great couple. You know, I, I want that or I want this. You know, people see things and you're like, man, uh, you guys did it. It's like, look, you don't know half the shit we went through. To get, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not Amen this. Brother. Amen to that. Oh, this, my God. You know, and it's, yeah. it's kind of going off that a lot of people are like, you're always so, you know, uh, enthusiastic and full of energy. It's like. Yeah, but there are times where I'll come home and I'm just like, damn it, I just want to go to bed or, oh, leave me alone. Like, things happen, you know, and that's, that is the problem with social media is we see the good only. We never rarely see the bad. Right, right. uh, That's something I'm trying to change with this podcast is I'm trying to show the authentic side of the -hmm. good and the bad of my life. And, you know, there are some things happening now that can't really go into yet will in the future but we're we're grinding through life man and that's uh there's a beautiful truth to the storms and the struggles and uh don't always believe everything you see on social media that's my it's a highlight reel we're not highlight reel we're not just a cover photo (laughs) exactly I love it. All right. So uh, you all know how we do. I like to, you know, get you guys to know the people that are on our podcast. You guys already got a good idea who they are just from their thankful for is they're true, wonderful people. Just they got such good energy to them. They express what they're feeling. And I love that. Beautiful. So um, let's start with ladies. I always goes, you know, ladies first. Nicole, tell us favorite park in all of Disney out of the four. Favorite one. Uh, well, it was Epcot. Oh, until we just recently went to Hollywood Studios. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if that's my favorite. It's because we recently had the best day ever. But we went for my birthday a couple weeks ago. And it was the magical, like the most magical, best, most beautiful day we've ever had. I loved it. Star Wars. We got to ride Rides of the Resistance. Uh, 10 out of 10, right? 10 oh, out yeah. of 10. S tier. S tier. S tier. That's right. Happy S tier. Happiest podcast. Love you guys. Yes. Love S- you guys. S- that's T- how I got to meet Marky Mark. Yeah. That's, I love, that's what I love about that group. They get to set me up. Yes. Like you guys. I love it. What's up, Wildcats? <laughs> What's up, Wildcats? Yo, I can't, What's I up? am, I'm looking for someone to join me on an episode of High School Musical Talk only. 
because people don't want this smoke with my thoughts on Gabriella. If you want in, <laughs> well, let's go. Yes. My Gabriella hate. I can't stand her. I will join in. Let's go. All right. We'll set up a time for that. And my daughter is a huge high school musical fan as well. You guys are raising. Oh, yeah. We're, we're reliving it. it now. I thought I would never have to hear the songs again. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Did I listen to it? I never listened to High School Musical. I was literally looking this morning. I didn't deal with you know we're perfect until High School Musical comes <laughs> on. <laughs> Come on, man! It's the best. Troy it Baldwin is life, so baby. good. Oh, it's the best. All right, yeah. uh, favorite ride in all of Disney, and then we're gonna go. Uh, and probably Rise of the Resistance. Just unreal. It's. I mean, how can you not? How can that not be your favorite ride? Mm-hmm. Even our daughter, who's kind of wary of like, she doesn't like loud noises, too much dark. You know, she she likes very smooth rides. Of she went in there. I had to pay her twenty bucks and buy her a slinky dog. I had to like bribe her. We gave her the little you know noise canceling headphones. I was yeah. like, please, just just one, just come on, let's go as a family. She's like, fine for twenty bucks. And I was like, deal. She went on it. The headphones came off, and she. She's like, I love that ride. Yeah. I still want my 20 bucks. But, but I, she, I love the ride. She good. wants to go on it again. Yes. Girl. That's awesome. I love yes. it. All right. And then last question. Favorite place to get coffee in Disney? I have my spot. You know what? To be honest, I don't get coffee in Disney. Hmm. I have to be caffeinated before I go anywhere. I cannot wait in the lines at Disney. Like if I pass like a Joffrey's or whatever, there's on a line, I'll get it for a boost. But I already have like, we'll pre-do like cold brews and bring them to the hotel. And I, yes, like I don't play with coffee. Like I have to have my coffee before I get to the crazy crowd. So I'm already caffeinated, ready to go. So (laughs) Oh, I love that. Yes. All right, well, let's uh, let's shift over to the main man. Favorite park? Oh, only one park, my friend. Epcot ah! World Showcase. Sorry, babe. <laughs> I will live and die. You guys are literally Kayla and I. I mine's Hollywood Studios. Hers is Epcot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can I, can I take a guess? One. Is it the food and booze? Uh, it's a bit of that. More the honestly, I grew up going there. Um. And it's the wanderlust in me. It's that little, it's the little appetizer of uh, the countries. Yeah. Um, it's what inspired, I mean, for me, just, I got into so many different things in, in history and some of my interests because of Epcot, awesome. you know, um, so Love that. hands down. Yeah. And I'll go ahead and roll that right into best ride of all time. Maelstrom. Maelstrom. R.I.P. Maelstrom. Really? Yeah. I grew, like I said, I grew up. My my father was a teacher slash principal, and every year at his school, they would do an eighth grade trip. And it was a trip around Florida, St. Augustine, Kennedy Space Center, all these different things. And they got away with going to Epcot because it's educational. No. Um, oh, that's oh, that is. Oh, that's good. That's good. So every year since the time I was born, almost because my dad was a teacher at this one school for 20 years, um, I would go with all the grades. So I went going every year. Nice. Um, that's awesome. and man, are you guys in Florida? I'm guessing. I don't even know. Are you? No, we were, we were, uh, I, I was born and raised South Florida, Hollywood. Um, we met down in Florida. She was born, uh, in Oklahoma, <laughs> lived in Detroit, came down there for middle school. So, and that's where we first met. So. But now we're in Atlanta. Yeah, we're in Atlanta. Nice. Okay. 
beautiful when you land. Yeah. But yeah, so that uh Epcot got me into, you know, Maelstrom. Uh I got into I got into sci-fi fantasy. I got into, you know, reading all about Norwegian culture, Chinese culture, Japanese culture, all of that because as a kid gr- going to those countries as a kid at Epcot, yeah. you know. It makes so it really instilled a lot of my interest. It makes you want to learn about their culture and their world a little bit, which is which is awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I love that. All right. And favorite place for coffee? Do you follow your wifey's lead on that one? Yeah. Well, you know, she's got she's the one that has the plan and I just go along with it. Hell she's yeah. Criteria. That's what I'm talking about. What she says goes. I'm just here to follow like a little puppy. What you say, baby, I'm following. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, we were talking about weathering storms, you know, some some things just aren't worth, uh, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just listen, just let the storm hit. Just let yeah, it roll through yeah. and just don't don't even try barking up that tree. I love it. No, That's I'm, right. I'm just with her. So she's got when it comes to Disney, she's got the criteria. She's got the plan. When it comes to the prepped cold brews, I I'm just along for the ride. So I love that. All right. Well. Then uh, let's. I will say my favorite place for coffee, and it depends on the line. You are correct. So wherever we usually stay at Universal, just because it's cheaper in our opinion, and we can Uber over, and we both right. love Universal. Universals are shit. We love Universal anyway. Um, they have like these little coffee pods that you. They're terrible, but it gets like my morning thing done. I'll wake right up, take it. I'm good. Mm-hmm. And then once you do a couple rides in Disney, we usually. I love, and I know it's cliche. But there's something about coffee on Main Street looking at the castle. It is just, yes. oh, my God, it's so good. It's perfect. Yes. I love, I love that. And for me, that's like one of those new magical moments that I found being an adult in Disney that I didn't know as a kid. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know why. Just coffee, castle, magic. Love Boom. It. So Two I, favorite I, things. Two, two favorite. Yeah, they're like, yeah, two of my favorite things. That's right. All right. So uh, like we said, you know, we got these guys on because, you know, not only are they amazing people, but they also have something that I really want to talk about, which is Starbucks. You all know how I feel. Um, I don't love Starbucks for a couple of reasons. But like I said, I want to start with my reflection that I did. <laughs> my dudes <laughs> right now. I love it. <laughs> so I'm very bougie with how I make my coffee. I love it. That's fair. I measure everything out. I have like a handmade grinder. So I have, or not handmade, but a hand grinder. So it's all consistent grounds. Um, I don't do any electrical ones because I've read that when it goes really fast, it can also burn the coffee because it's going so fast and gets heated. Makes sense. And it also can get, it does give you an inconsistent grind. So Mm -hmm. I'm a big French press guy. So I want a coarser grind. You know, you guys, Starbucks, most businesses really can only have two of three things. It can have speed, quality, and money. Those are the main three. Those are the main three things that a business can have. Starbucks, in my opinion, has, it makes good money and it offers time. Um, I can go into Starbucks. I can get a iced, um, an iced coffee with cream, whatever. They'll get it to me in lickety split. They're, I don't care how long the line is. They move. They deliver time. Yeah, I'm paying a little bit more, but they give me time. Mm-hmm. The reason why I'm so picky on my coffee is because I've been so bougie at home. It's such quality coffee. And I, Kayla and I were talking about this morning because I told her that we were getting with you guys. She's like, you could go to the store and buy any coffee, bring it home, and it would taste pretty decent because of the way that I make coffee. Right. You guys have to keep up with tons of volume of customers mm-hmm. producing a ton of ma- a ton of 
money. You guys are making tons of money with tons of volume. So you guys don't have the luxury of taking four to 15, four to five minutes on one cup of coffee. You can't, right. You can't, you can't sustain that. It's not, it's not logical. So I think that's where I'm at is like the coffee, like this is just black coffee here. I make it so bougie that when I go and get coffee from anywhere else, it doesn't compete. That's right. With Starbucks. My problem is, is Starbucks is, and you guys can agree that it's more of a, um, specialty drink place than just a coffee place. Would you guys agree or no? So that sort of kind. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on the time of day as well. That too. That too. So kind of, I kind of want to open the floor for you guys. Kind of like off of what I said, is there anything that you agree, disagree, kind of give me what you're feeling about like the whole bougie, me being bougie at home versus being kind of comparing. Is it fair to compare or not really kind of? Oh, well, a hundred percent. I'm bougie. I don't want to go to Starbucks because no one can make my coffee like I do. That's <laughs> why That's why I bring my cold brew home. It has to be the exact amount of cream, the exact amount, because I like almost uncut cold brew because when we brew it, we cut it with water so it's not as strong. So I bring myself uncut cold brew, put how much water I want. It's an exact science for me. Yes. It's my art. Yes. yes. If I just go through a drive through another Starbucks. She's always disappointed. I'm always. Because <laughs> always. I, I like it very specific. I like it stronger. I don't want it too sweet, but I don't want it too. Bi- it's like no. the magical, yes. you know, combination or whatever. So I am very, very bougie, which is also why I bring my own coffee. Because what if Disney, you know, I pay a five, six dollar cup of coffee and I'm like, ugh. I just waited 45 minutes, paid all this money for a coffee that I don't like. Yes. Yes. So nailed it. hundred percent. hundred percent. I agree. One hundred percent. Joe, what do you think? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll speak to what you were saying about, you know, how it needs to have three things and what, what Starbucks is now. The interesting thing with our relationship and I guess our relationship with Starbucks is. So I first started working there in 2005 which is some time ago as a teenager um, back then you still had some of the post nineties. It was still very much what Starbucks used to call the third place, um, which meant that you had, you had home, you had work and Starbucks was the third place you can go. It was more of an, it was still an experience. Then they, the balance was better back then. This is pre drive throughs So it had a different feel. Um, we're talking cafe only, so large area for tables, things like that. It was a lot less of the get them in, get them out, and more so of the, um, I guess, what what it used to be, what it should be type deal. Yeah. Um, so there, and we could go into that later, but the, the 2005 was also the pre-financial crisis. So I actually worked there again, 2008, 2009 era. Um, and that's where the Howard Schultz came back for the second or third time. He wrote his book. He had to revamp Starbucks again to to stop it from crashing. Uh, and there, Very good. yeah, there you started to see the turn and the evolution of this is the this is a place to go and to experience and to get a quality cup of coffee. To hey, how many coffees can we shit out? And you know what I mean? Yes. And, uh, yes. So and no, then that's a very interesting point because. I do feel like there's a couple Starbucks in our area that focus on coming in and sitting down and drinking. Right. 
And those are the ones that I actually prefer going to versus we have this small one right up the road from us that you can't even take a shit in there without there being 30 people because everyone's doing online ordering and they're just like, let's do it here. Like it used right. to be so right. When I was in college, it was like the place I used to go to to study. It's no longer that vibe. You know what I mean? That's no longer yeah. the vibe. So that's very interesting. Now continue. Yeah. I like that. Oh, no, but yeah, it was basically some of that. And then towards the end of my time at Starbucks, it was – Hey, we're closing down all most of the cafe only locations. Hey, if we can't add a drive-through, we're you know we're creating one down the street with a drive-through, shutting this one down, um, you know. And then you also started to see more and more. They went more towards the customiz- customization dessert drink direction as opposed to being a coffee company, caring about the roasts and different things like that. When you started, was it more focused on? like different types of roasts, the way that it was brewed or like, what would you say that that was a drastic difference from what it was then to what it is now that, like you said, it's more of like the dessert sweet style drink. Right. Actual they, they still introduce some things, you know, I, I was around, they first introduced the, like a coconut mocha frappuccino, things like that. But I mean, that was back when, I mean, the ingredients used to be you either had this or this then they broke down the ingredients like the frappuccino ingredients to where now you could customize it to a fuller a whole new level um it was very much i mean you had a bold coffee of the day so you had a a mild roast and a dark roast and that would switch every single day you would talk about it you would hand out pamphlets about the different roasts of coffee you know um so yeah it really was that that whole different direction we did coffee tastings regularly where we would sample them throughout the stores uh and hand them out to people so it very much was a coffee oriented yes uh company at the time whereas opposed to what it is now the monster it is now so that's when i came in yeah because we talk i'm like babe i'm like i'm so sorry because my experience was not what you're going through you know the tiktok drinks and just everything else you know yeah it's a completely different vibe now when i work there right yeah, well, the drive-through changed everything. I was gonna say, I feel like that's when, kind of like you were just saying, Joe, is it's it's it went away from a coffee experience to how much can we get out, and right. that is when. And you can, I'm a big quality guy. Like that's why, like I do want to call Captain Coffee to grow. But I have told Kayla multiple times, if it gets to a point where my quality that I give you guys, the listeners, my Ohana, it starts to decrease, I will pull back until I can find a system where I continue to give quality because there's not a lot of coffee companies out there that give a quality customer service experience, which I will say Starbucks does a pretty, pretty damn good job of customer service. I will say that is something they do a very good job on. But um, I just, I, I get frustrated when I walk in and it's like, order for Mark, here you go. Boom. And then they're out. You know what I mean? It's like, there's no more of that. I like to go to coffee shops that are local because it's more like, Hey, thanks for being here. You could go anywhere else, but you're coming here. And it's like, they're great. Starbucks like almost expects that you're coming there and it's no longer gratitude. You know what I mean? Yep. You feel right. A hundred percent. It's, it's more, I mean, we do appreciate and we try, especially for our regulars. Of course. We'll try, but it's very hard to be like, thank you, Mark. We appreciate your business when it's like you got 50 seconds to get them in, get them out. That's and what I'm it's saying. not. It's more about the drive-through now, and people, 
usually everyone it's as the years go on everyone's more and more i want to say introverted less personable yes which, and so people don't really want that experience anymore they're just give me my you know half calf mocha blah 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 latte and get me out quickly i got stuff to do so starbucks has evolved to like you know suit what everyone wants yeah. not many people are like let me see, you know, what kind of coffees you have. They don't care about the coffee. They want their white mocha, their caramel drizzle, their whipped creams. No one can even taste the coffee anymore, to be honest with you. Oh, we're so we're, we're, oh my God. So we make it an every year thing. I don't know if you guys heard me talk about this a couple of weeks ago. Every year we go get a Christmas tree, we get a Starbucks drink. Kayla gets the um, the holiday flavor one and I get whatever other one she got. I got this like cinnamon. What I get, babe? Kayla. Hey, hey, what what uh, what drink did I get again? With a toasted 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 all- white mocha. Was it toasted, toasted white mocha? Tell me, I'm like, is there coffee in this? It was. Mm-hmm. Kayla agrees. So like, that's my thing. Is like, and that's on me. I know that lattes don't have tons of coffee. How many shots of espresso do you guys do in your? Is it two? It depends on the size. So if it's like a medium or a large, two shots. Okay, okay, and like that's you know that's that's normal. That's normal. But like I don't know what it was. Like I just you're right. I don't taste the coffee, and that's my thing. Some exactly. People, some people don't care about that. And again, it's kind of relating to their experience of do they like the coffee or do they like all the foo fooey stuff in it? You know what I mean? Exactly. They want their sugar milk, man. That's Gotta give them I'm that saying. sugar milk. <laughs> I'll have people get get like a toasted white mocha, say, and they're like, "This is bitter." I'm like, there's whipped cream, a sugar <laughs> topping. Yes, four pumps of the sugar sauce, and there's only two shots of espresso, a cup of milk. How is it bitter? Get out, man. What? Yes, it drives me nuts. I, I, I talk here constantly, Captain Coffee, about an experience. Whatever your experience with coffee is, that's what I want to do just to make it better. And, right. you know, Kayla, she loves she loves espresso. I have a very nice espresso machine. I love espresso, yeah. I love it. She likes lattes. She likes all that shit. So I make it. I'm not even a barista. And she's like, most of your lattes are better than any place we go. Because, like, the coffee is the main focus. Everything exactly. added on flavor, it's not the main focus. I feel like it's now becoming the other way around. The flavor, yep. milks, and the sugars, that's the focus. The coffee is just a byproduct of the drink. Right. I don't like that. Don't like it. But uh, so really quick, I have some questions I want to just ask you guys. Just nice. Definitely. Questions. What is your favorite thing about working at Starbucks and Starbucks in general? Favorite thing? Um, I actually really love making drinks. It makes me so happy. I get my biggest like little, uh, you know, boost is when people get my coffee and they'll start like, you know, Instagramming it. They're like, it's so beautiful. Their face lights up, whether I like those Frappuccinos or not. It makes them excited. It's their experience. It's their, like, Disney, you know? People get so... The Starbucks brand is so just popular, and everyone just goes to Starbucks because it's Starbucks. And so, I mean, I love the girls who get all their... You know, they'll get the extra drizzle. They'll get the different, like, sugar toppings. And they're so excited. They're like... They're giddy. They're yes, giddy. they're so giddy. They're so happy, and that's their thing, and I love it. And you got to bring that positive experience. I to got them. to bring them their happiness. Like we talked about, who knows what storm's going in their in their life right, right. now? Right. For that 
three minutes of bliss, they're like, ah, that storm's no longer in my life right now. Just for this moment, enjoy this cup of coffee. Yes. And I love it. I love bringing happiness to people. And I mean, it, it's probably like a look down thing on some people. Some people are like, ugh, peasant making my coffee, you know, but then some people, you know, they're just so excited that they got to talk to the Starbucks barista. They're like, you made this the best. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. This is the best I've ever had. And it just, it really, you know, gives my life a meaning while I'm at work. I love it. I love, I love that answer. That's beautiful. Joe, what about you, homie? Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll piggyback a little on that. And cause even though we kind of just went in how Starbucks is going away from that. So it's nice that it's harder to get to that point, but mm-hmm. it's nice that despite the fact of Starbucks being what it is, you still, you're still getting some of that mm-hmm. uh, in today's world, which is rare. So I'm glad she can get some of that because for me, man, I, my people were my family. You know what I mean? I, Absolutely. one of the, one of the locations I worked at was actually at the bottom of a condo high rise type deal. Um, so I had, I literally had the same people. I mean, you normally get the same people every morning, but I mean, they live there. Um, and I'll say with her, not just making them happy, but you could really, you'd be surprised how, how much the smallest interaction or the smallest amount of words can change somebody's day. Who's having a bad day, mm-hmm. um, who really needed it. I mean, I, just giving somebody their three dollar drink for free just because it looked like they were struggling i've done that you know or they're flustered and they're late for work and i see i saw them coming in and i can make their drink and i'm like hey you know and i'm calling it out before they even get in line i'm like here you go and they just like they're crying you know what i mean um that's why coffee is and i've done some posts on instagram and i've done some episodes on it just talking about it's more than just a drink. It's truly is right. an experience. And it's something that just like you said, a simple free coffee or knowing your person, what they like and having it ready by the time they get in. Those little gestures have such a profound positive movement in their day that a lot right. of that is very hard to find these days. Very hard to find. Right. Yeah. They feel seen. They feel seen. They feel important. Um, they feel good that you were. I've had people I'm like, oh, you're getting your mocha today. And they're like, you remembered. Oh, that's awesome. out of the thousands of people you get a day. You remembered my name and my drink order. And it, it does make an impact on people. Like Joey said, it's like it does. You know, coffee is the one thing that I mean, for most people, we all enjoy whether you enjoy coffee or just a tea or whatever. We all enjoy that drink, the experience, you know, and we really have the chance and opportunity to make people's day. And I really love that. Yeah, I'll, I'll add on to that, too. I've realized because I'm this way sometimes it you know it's kind of it's one of those bittersweet things that like we feel like we need it like we're hooked to caffeine or whatever but it for some people I mean for all for all you know the thing could be decaf but they feel like you know they need their coffee in the morning you know what I mean and so it becomes so, so for some people it becomes so much more of a thing like if I don't get the coffee I won't make it through the day you know and uh, a lot of times like I said half the it could be decaf and they wouldn't even know or you know what i mean and like but for those people it's you know if if this doesn't go through this is going to make or break my day at the beginning of the day you know so for to be able to be a part of that and sometimes to be able to interact with that and make that happen you know um 
it'll really set the tone for people for their entire day. It's like their morning ritual. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I will have a whole episode of my morning ritual here in a couple of weeks. Yes. <laughs> uh, but you, what we're, what's really beautiful about not just Starbucks, but coffee shops across America is that, like you said, a lot of people do depend on it and rely on it. And if there's any other baristas listening to this, like you guys have an amazing opportunity to lead to to give someone a really beautiful gift of a simple smile, have a great day, a nice little note on the cup, like have a good day, a smile on the cup. I love doing that. Those little things have such and I know it's little and I've always said it and I preach it to Kayla, myself and my boys. Little changes and little things make the biggest changes and the biggest differences. It's the pebble in the pond, man. Really is. And like, so for any of you baristas that might be listening to this episode, like just continue to have a smile on your face. And um, I was a personal trainer when I first started all my work career. And um, I was going through some shit years back and my boss pulled me aside and he said, listen, I don't mean to be rude when I say this, but he said, your clients don't give a shit what's going through your, going through your life. You go show them a smile and give them a great experience. And it's right. true. you walk into that door, you got to put all your personal stuff aside. And I know sometimes it's tough and sometimes it's going to happen. But as a baristas and you guys that work with coffee and you work with customers in the customer service realm, just a simple smile and the energy is so valuable and important. So keep that in mind, all my other people working out there. Um, all right. So since you kind of said you guys love making drinks, being a part of it, what is your favorite drink to make at Starbucks? I'm so ready for this one. Hmm. Favorite hmm. drink to make. I don't know. I like making all of them. Ice lattes are my favorite because they're the easiest. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Yes. okay. It depends on which bar I'm working. So we have a drive through bar and then we have a cafe bar. Nice. So okay. if I make, if I'm working the drive through bar, I want to make the ice chais, the ice lattes, the easiest quick go. You yeah. know what I mean? Of course. Um, if I'm working the cafe bar, I love making frappuccinos. And that is a hot take because every barista hates making frappuccinos. Huh. But I love them. They're an art to me. Like, I love, you know, doing the cute little, like, designs with the caramel drizzle. I am so proud of, like, my whipped cream technique. I make, I hate it when people just go, and it's, like, just sloppy, nasty whipped cream. Yeah. I, yeah. Yes, I want to make it. You're spending seven, eight dollars on this drink. You're put waiting thirty minutes. You know, put yeah. a little passion in it. Yes, they're spending so much time and money on this drink. If I spent that much and someone just gave me a little <clears throat> and didn't, right, I would be so upset. So I try to make it, you know, pretty. I put the little like crunchies on. Nice. Oh. I like taking my time making drinks and frappuccinos are like the hit they love getting they'll always look at that and be like look it's so pretty it's so pretty and it just makes me excited uh, well you know what i'm saying i'm like uh, yes yes you can actually see too you know so it's a clear cup and you can see the little design sometimes i'll like layer it to make it look prettier it's it's artistic i love making frappuccinos that's awesome definite hot take no that's great i love that (laughs) yeah Uh, joe that's not your that's not your go-to Well, what's funny is, again, it kind of goes to the time gap and the experiences we had. Um, So when I was a barista, I was in South Florida, um, very large Hispanic uh, population and in our area specifically, a lot of Hispanic, a lot of European all over the world, Middle Eastern. Um, So there I had to perfect the art of foam uh, for cappuccinos, you know, nowadays, I mean, I'll talk to her about 
you know, making cappuccinos. She barely touches them, you know. But for me, it was a wet, dry, semi-dry cappuccinos, macchiatos, cortados, cafe con leches, whatever people called them, you know, because I, I had to perfect making the perfect cappuccino. Yeah. Um, perfectly balanced. So I used to be able to, you know, hold the cup and kind of get the feel for the the consistency of the foam. So I, I got to the point where I enjoyed that and I got really good at it. And then, you know, you get the, hey, I, that guy's making my drink, you know, I'd have to get yeah. off break because this guy's going to wait for me to make his drink type deal. That's so awesome. that was cool. one of the things I got, pr- it's silly, but I got proud of, you know, I, I made the best foam consistency, you know, um, so that's kind of where I got where I got my fun of making the drinks. Uh, like I said, not too many people at the time. It wasn't a very big Frappuccino world for me down there. Um, but yeah, um, for me, it was mainly mainly milk-based beverages, uh, lattes, cappuccinos, espresso, macchiatos, things like that. So, Well, then what I'm going to have to do is like, look, I'm not a huge latte guy. That's not my, I, I love just black coffee. Oh, I love it. My lady, my queen, my baby, she likes the lattes. So I'm trying to get better at making it. So I might pick your guys' brain with some little little help here because I want to make her happy as possible with coffee. So I'll be picking your brain later on those. Uh, how do I make yes. it? Make it perfect because she's perfect and she needs it. So, all right. Now, Aww. what is your favorite drink from Starbucks? Not to make. If you're going, you're out and you're going to get it. I know, Nicole, you said you're a little bougie with it. But like, there's got to be one you're like, this usually never fails. Pumpkin cream cold brew, yes! 100%. Yes, baby. Yes. Where's your fist up in the air? She's obsessed. Pumpkin cream cold brew. Yes. Always. Oh, the pumpkin cream cold brews are just, like I said, I'm not a huge cream guy, but holy balls. It cool. is. Chef's oh, kiss. I love pumpkin cream cold brew. Yes. The perfect drink. And if it's not pumpkin season, then I'll get vanilla sweet cream cold brew. Question. Could could you get in trouble if I ask how to make that? Could you show me how? The uh, vanilla sweet cream or the pumpkin cream? Either one. I would be. A I got you. My wife. I would be a superhero. Yes, I got you. Well, when we get off, I will run you through the whole thing. <laughs> oh yeah! Let's yes. Go. Next level, baby. Right. I got you. I got you. <laughs> what about you, bro? Well. <sighs> Nowadays, it's like, what, all right, whatever's easiest and whatever is least likely to get messed up. So I just get, I'm pretty, I stick with a, a nice coffee, a cold brew, you know, barely anything in it. Yep. Um, when I worked at Starbucks, I would always start my day with just uh, a double espresso sugar in the raw. You know what I mean? Um, that's just kind of how I did it. I also learned to love, um, I know this is blasphemy on this podcast, but I fell in love with the chai as well. Um, yep. I would do chai. Full disclaimer here, like the chai lattes, the hot chai lattes. Yeah. Unbelievable. That is not, there's nothing wrong. There ain't nothing wrong with a good chai latte, bro. Let me tell you. You need to try it ice with pumpkin foam. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, babe, we're making a run to Starbucks in five minutes. Yes. But for me, I actually started again because I was working. I would do it. I would do it cold. Um, so, and I, but I mean, I'm talking, I would get a short cup loaded up, you know, I'm just drinking that nectar, man. Just, just chai concentrate, <laughs> just chai concentrate with some, a little splash of milk. Sometimes, uh, 
some sugar-free hazelnut will really smooth out the chai. Not a lot, just like a half pump, one pump. You'd be surprised what that'll do to a chai latte, man. Back when they had it, though. Oh, yeah, sorry, back when they no, had it. go to Starbucks. Back in my day. <laughs> Don't my order sugar-free hazelnut. It doesn't exist. <laughs> we used to have the sugar-free. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, when I go, Kayla's all over the place. I can't really, like, if I go out and get her stuff, I usually just get her, like, the, uh, what was the chocolate... Cream, um, the chocolate cream cold brew. That one. I usually get her that. And then I get myself, if we ever go out, it's like just like an iced coffee with um, caramel or just an iced coffee black. Yeah, I usually don't get too much, nothing fancy. Um, all right. So if you don't mind, tell me what is something that you think is misunderstood about Starbucks? Something that people always think is, oh, and if you don't have anything, just say, yeah, move on. I got nothing. But what do you think is misunderstood? Can you um, explain on that? What do you mean misunderstood? Like, yeah, so like uh, an example. For me. For me, I think their coffee is a, like the coffee is burnt. I think it's got a very burnt aftertaste. There's not a lot of pop and f- f- pizzazz. Pizzazz? What word must? Pizzazz. Pizzazz. That's the word. Pizzazz. There's a pizzazz to their coffee. Is there something that I don't know? Is it the roast? Is it the way that because I know you guys probably got to use like an automat uh, an automated mm-hmm. maker. You know, is there anything that people don't know that they should know about Starbucks? You know, are you guys you know, where do you guys roast your own coffee? Do you guys have a wholesaler? Like just things like that. Um, I'm not really sure. Do we have we have a roaster, right? We have I know that they go to like Guatemala and stuff and they yeah. actually I well I can, they pick I it can there. say um, this was one of the changes that they did. They standardized the coffee that they serve. It used to be a variety of different um, roasts, and they still sell those different roasts. Like the blend? Yeah, but I mean, they at least for the brewed coffee, they when they switched over to only Pike Place, which was their roast, that was the one that they did with their beans. Um, I think, one, they wanted consistency, but two, it was their main in-house coffee, so it was cheapest. You know, <laughs> oh, of course, no, you know, course, so they kind of streamlined that because they're like, Why are we pulling all these different roasts that were well, we have the three? We in the morning only there's yeah. the blonde roast, dark roast, and then the pike, but the pike's brewed all day, the medium roast, right? So Got it's it. only in the morning, yeah. But if it tastes burnt, um, a lot of times we'll get so busy because we're supposed to in the morning before 11 a.m., we're supposed to brew coffee every 15 minutes, so it's fresh. When it gets later in the day, it's every 30 minutes. But sometimes if we get busy, they're not on their correct timer, um, and it sits there longer than the 30 minutes. That's when you might see, you know, the like burn or because yeah. people who come in there. And we have our coffee drinkers and um, they'll get a black and they'll, be like, they'll know if it's beyond that 30 minutes and the barista forgot to brew the fresh one or they're behind, they'll be like, mm, no, this is not right. They can tell right away. And you're probably, you know, you probably have those tastes, but some people are like, mm, cream sugar, they can't tell. Mm-hmm. But if you're like a black coffee drinker or, you know, you come every day and you know how it's supposed to taste fresh, it's going to have that nasty burnt flavor. So Ooh. I would just be like, hey, um, have you? have you you know brewed fresh coffee that might be the issue got it okay cool cool good to know all right and uh oh she's had her headphones in i've been yelling at her the whole time she can't hear me (laughs) um what is something you guys would change about starbucks what's the one thing if there's one underlying thing you would change to either make it more inviting to make it more whatever what's the one thing you would change i would get rid of the (laughs) drive-thru love it (laughs) Love it. I agree with you. I agree. Yes. 
I agree. I want it back to its roots, like how he got to experience it. That's how I want to experience it. I want it not to be timed. I want to be able to create that drink for everybody, not just cafe drinks. I want to talk to people, get to know them, which we still do. But it's a lot harder when you're on a timer in the drive through and you're splitting yourself between talking to people in the cafe and hurrying in the drive through. I want it just to be all that third place again. I bring back the cafe environment. That's what I want. Make coffee cafe again. That's right. And I I will say, because for some people, they still seek that out. They still want that, you know, especially if they if they're, you know, the biggest Starbucks fans are the ones that have been going for a decade, two decades now. Yeah. So, I mean, they're the ones that, you know, they're flustered when they come in and there's a bunch of to go orders and they're wondering they're, they're the only one in the cafe. And they're wondering why it's still taking 15 minutes to make their one drink because they're but they got a line of drive through and uh, mobile orders and delivery. Now we do Uber Eats yeah. or whatever it's called, whichever one it is. I don't DoorDash or whatever. Yeah. But for me, I would um I would kind of piggyback a little bit on her. What I've said for several years, because oh, I've seen it on the horizon, yeah. is they need to split it. Mm. And they do do an extent, but they can't do the half and halves. They need to have the the Starbucks quick serve to goes where it's a coffee shack, no dining, no nothing. Starbucks Express. Yeah, a Starbucks Express. And they're going in and out. And then they need to go and also create that third place again, the the cafe environment and double down on it. Go back to I mean, I remember when Starbucks used to have live music in them. We'd get some guy, you know, we'd get an acoustic guitar in there and a violin in there on the weekends. That was um, part of the charm. Uh, yeah. funny. I was listening to one of the founders of Starbucks. He wrote a book. I listened to it. I forget what the book's called. I can look it up in a minute. The and, Onward? Ah, uh, shoot. Kayla has my phone, so I don't know what, I don't know. I, I don't think that was it. It might be. Okay. It's some, something with coffee. And it was, it was a pretty good book, but like he said that in the book, one of their main things that they put a focus on early on was the music aspect because it set a certain tone and vibe. And I feel like that tone and vibe is now completely gone. They're no they used to focused. sell the CDs of it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Could people used to like, I want, when I'm doing, I, mean, I got a lot of work to do today and tomorrow. And like, I want to be able to put that kind of music on and chill and vibe to it. And mm-hmm. I know on Spotify and everything, but there is something to be said about listening to that music in the coffee shop with the coffee at hand and being in Starbucks or a coffee shop with that. I just feel like that experience guys have said, it's just, it's no longer around anymore. It's just, I don't feel like it is. And that's, you know, it's kind of a, a knock on America where America is all about quality, quantity, not quality. I feel like quick, it quick, just give it to me quick. I want it quick. I would much rather know I'm going to wait 10 minutes, but I'm going to get a really good drink and I'm going to get a really good experience and a good atmosphere. And I feel like that's an experience. Not just, not just Starbucks. We went to our local coffee shop that's up the road and it's been um, voted in our town as the best coffee shop in in Hartford County. We, Kayla went and got a nice coffee or a a latte. What'd you get? She got headphones in. Forgot. She got, I think she got like a, a latte. And she was like, this is dreadful. And I took a sip of it and I'm like, ah, your boy can do better than that. That like that's <laughs> it was not good. And right. in and it's just chaos in there. And I just I I do miss, and I think it might be because of drive-through, I just miss that cafe style of coffee. I do miss that. I agree. I like that. That's good. Yeah, separate the two, I think is all you gotta do. Yeah. I think they'll they'll 
they'll make the money on both ends. You know what I mean? They're gonna listen. It's like Disney. You have the name. You're gonna make money. You're gonna draw people in. Don't be so damn greedy. Make a right. better. Make a better experience. Make it more. I completely agree. Tailor to the magic. Tailor to the coffee connoisseurs who love coffee. You're gonna make right. the money. You want to have a drive-through? Just have a drive-through stand, like you're talking about. I, mm-hmm. I just, I we think we can go faster that way. Yes, uh, America needs to get off of this quality, uh, this quantity and speed, and focus on quality again. And that's something that I've been very passionate about recently. And you know, I'm going to do uh, my buddy. Uh, you've heard Evan Peters; he's been on a couple episodes of mine. He and I are mm-hmm. going to do an episode in the future on leadership. And I just feel like leadership in America has just, and it's yeah. just, it, it all comes down to. How fast can we get you your product? I don't care if the quality is there. Just how fast can I get it to you? Because and honestly, that's the that's the consumer's fault. The consumer has this quality. Just give it to me. Just give, give me, give me. I want it. I want it right now. I don't want to wait five minutes. I want, want it right now. Like this second. Uh-huh. So that's the that's where that's where I'm at. And look, like I've said, I'm bougie with my coffee. Nicole, it sounds like you are too. So we both. Yes. It's it's hard for any coffee shop to live up to our standards of coffee. Even who right. worked there. And you know, if you go out and get it, you're like, yeah, it's probably not going to meet my standards. So I'm glad to know I'm not the only one that thinks that. No, you're not. <laughs> but I, you know, I will give Starbucks credit where credit's due. Their specialty drinks are awesome. They make mm-hmm. like the Christmas cups, the Christmas themed coffees. Just Oh, I love Christmas time there. Oh, it. I, I'm not going to lie. I love it. Starbucks during Christmas time is 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 pretty it's pretty awesome. They do a really yes. good job of investing into their customers and making their customers really feel the Christmas magic, which I believe is a big thing. Yeah, it is. I I love Christmas magic and I love the Disney Christmas, I love oh. Starbucks Christmas, I love the Christmas movies, everything Christmas. And once they start bringing out the peppermint mochas, the you know, the little trees, the red cups, man. Red that's cups. all that's all it takes. Who would have thought a freaking red cup would make me so happy? But it right. does. Yeah. I love it's, the Red Cross. It's just like you said, the spirit of St. Nick. It, He's a spirit. It, it, I, I am a big believer in it. If y'all haven't listened to, I think that was last two weeks ago episode because I didn't do one last week. Please go listen. It's kind of on my thoughts on what Christmas means to me as an adult. It's very- No, that, that's what I'm referencing. It's like, he, he really, I do believe Santa is a spirit. I agree. And yeah. that- I agree. A hundred percent. Because what once like uh, Halloween, I'm I'm a very the second you know the clock t- strikes midnight after Halloween November first it's Christmas to me. Hell yeah! And I yes Air, I that high five yes woo yes I love it. I'm gonna start the Halloween decorations are coming down. I'm like Disney World on you know November first. I'm like put the Christmas up. Let's go like let's start watching the Christmas movies. I know Kayla's not. That? I'm sorry. <laughs> She's got, she's in a zone. She's working. This is her first okay. day in like two weeks. So, oh, okay. Like, she's, she's the after Thanksgiving person, right? She is, but we're changing her slowly. The transformation's mm-hmm. happening. It's happening mm-hmm. slowly but surely. Slowly but yes. surely. Yes. Uh, what's, uh, what's funny, have you guys watched that thing on Disney Plus? How they turn Disney? Yes. I've watched yes. it every year. I watch it every year. I freaking love it. I love it. I wish because I I want to say I think AJ said that she got doesn't she, I think she said she got to work one time where they changed it. She was I think she said she was there one time. Well, I don't I, think I don't I don't remember her saying that, but she might. I I, I think she did, or maybe I'm just imagining it. I don't know, but 
You just want it to be true. I want to say AJ <laughs> says that. I think maybe I'm remembering it wrong or she said she wanted to. I don't remember. But something about getting to work when it was like the night that they were changing it. Or maybe it wasn't. Or maybe it was someone else said that. I don't remember. I think it was AJ. Whatever. Anyway, someone said that. Yeah. And um, I was like, if I could trade places with you for one night, oh. I oh. would be so happy. There's just I would so be much. so happy. There's so much magic to Disney in general. And like, I, I do believe that again, like <laughs> Walt has done such a great job of leaving an, an after effect of his life on the park. And yes, frustrates me where Bob, Bob paycheck took the park and paycheck and where, where and I know some people are like, look, he had to because of COVID. I understand, but like every company has gone, went through COVID every company did. And I don't think anyone has handled it worse than Disney has, in my opinion. Like, right. We're big. We're big Universal fans. And Universal didn't jack their prices. They didn't take shit away from us. They still had no. um, what's it good. They still had character meet and greets like they had all of that. You know, they like and I don't care what people's thoughts are on masks. Like, I, I'm not we, we don't have to get into that. But like they were very like loose on the mask wearing and like Disney just handled everything so poorly. And then they took shit away, but then raised the prices on everything. Everything. And that's and, where, Genie, like, and then the Genie Plus. Don't even get me. So Kayla and I went to Disney March 2021. So COVID was still very, very around. And I understand that a lot of people weren't going, but we also went in September of 2021. COVID was on its slight decline by that time. Both times right. we went, there were no lines. There's a lot of people, but no lines because there was no fast pass system. And I swear, swear to God, get rid of the fast pass system. Get rid of it. We went on. This is my last rant about Disney. We went on Smuggler's Run. It was a 35 minute wait time. 35 minutes. And I don't, I won't, I, I, no, I can't. She'll get mad at me. But 35 minutes, 35 minute wait time. We're in line. It was 55 minutes to an hour later. We got through. Do you want to know why? Do you want to know? I'm going to tell you why. The line, the fat, uh, the fast pass, the Genie Plus lane, they have no like for every the balance of it. For every 15 people in Genie Plus, we're gonna put two people in on the regular line. It was insanity. The amount of volume of people from Genie Plus is just so if you don't pay for Genie Plus, too bad on you. Yeah, they're like, oh, you man, like we don't we don't care. Oh, unbelievable. If you so didn't I'm spend that extra $35, then screw you. After I'm already spending a life savings on a ticket for a day. I know. It cost us $500 for the three of us to go one day. One day? That's just to get in the door. That's not eating. That's not buying my kid her balloon. That's nothing. That is to walk inside the door. It's not paying her 20 bucks to go on Rise of the Resistance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's just madness. It's And like, and I understand some people are like, but they're offering a good experience. They were. They once you start taking shit away that was given and you're not replacing it, I'm sorry. You're 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 no longer offering like there's no reason why you can't have um the magical express. There's no reason. There's no right. it just blows my mind. Little things like that. And just I just felt like the magic was very um diluted. Wallet. If you mm-hmm. pay for it, you get the magic, which it never pay to play, man. Yep. Pay to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm hoping them bring him back uh good old Uncle Bob. I hope that he can bring some Bobby back. Boy. <laughs> we love you, Bobby. I know you're listening. Bobby Boy. Yes. Uh, I, I, hope, I hope he brings back the Disney magic a little bit. I, I, I really, really hope so. 
Because I, they know it's got the Disney label, just like with Starbucks. They don't have to give you anything because people will pay it. Yeah. And it's not, it's like, it's ringing people dry. They're like, okay, well, what if you have three kids and they want to go to Disney? They each want a balloon. They each want a Mickey ice cream. Okay, well, you're spending 500 bucks and just little extras alone. Yeah. It's, a it's not affordable for families anymore. It's not fair. Everyone should be able to experience it, not just the rich. I agree. Amen. 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 Same yes. with coffee. I should have to drop yes. $2 to get a damn cup of coffee. No, I'm just kidding. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. It is. Every time I see someone pay an, a $9 Frappuccino, I'm like, and they come every day. I'm like, how are you paying for this? Like, I surely can't. I would never spend $9 a day. Hell no. Hell no. no. I can make Especially it Especially not when I can make it myself better. Yeah. Mm, oh, I love that drop of confidence. Make it better. Boom. I know. Make it better. Boom. That's why I just drink whatever she brings home or makes. So it's like whatever's, is. whatever's free. She doesn't even know how to make coffee anymore because I do it for her every day. She's like, yeah. right, we got this espresso machine and I have to do it where I got to weigh out. the. I got to, if I have 18 grams in, I got to do so-and-so grams out. And she's like, can you just push a button? I'm like, you push a button, you're taking all of the, all of the, the art out of it. You got to measure measure it. So guys, thank you so much for hopping on. I I literally, this was a beautiful episode. This is exactly what I wanted. You guys brought beautiful light to what Starbucks is and where it was, where it is going. And, um, you know, it's got its faults, but everyone, if you're near Nicole, go see her at Starbucks. She's, she's where the shit's at. She's got it. She's it. Yes. That's where it's at. So I wish you were around here so I could buy me a Starbucks from you. I got to deal with it. I know. Sassy. I'm a millennial, but sassy millennials up it over there. Uh, but anyway, thank you guys so much for being here. You got anything else? Any, any send off? No, just thank you for having us. I really appreciate it. It's big well. fans. Love it. Love coffee. I will give you all the recipes. <laughs> oh, my God. I will be. They're not a secret, so it's okay. I won't get fired for it. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm going to say. I don't want, I don't want if you're going to get yourself in trouble. No, but... I mean, they're online, so. <laughs> yes. Great. Yes. Well, uh, now I feel dumb, but perfect. Uh, no, 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 no. You can see the recipe, but you can't get the art of it. You got to get that from me, okay? There's so much more to a recipe than the recipe. There's That's right. You got to tweak it a little bit to get a perfection. I was going to say like the salt. There's so much more. There's so much more. This will not be the last time we get you guys on. Uh, I love it when couples come on. We'll do a game day or something, and we'll have Tits McGee and Annie Rection back. You know, always my favorite. Yes. We're here for it. I got to get myself on. We're doing a Jeopardy game day coming up here, and I'm ready. So let us know anytime you'd like us on. We would love to come back. Love to have you guys on. Thank you guys so much. You uh, thank you. You guys have a great spirit to you. And that's something that I really pay attention to. I look at people, how, you know, they talk and they communicate and, you know, you guys just communicate in a beautiful way. You guys just transmit joy and just authenticity. And that's something that I really appreciate. So thank you guys so much for hopping on. Thank you. It was nice to meet you finally. Thank you, brother. Take it easy. Baby. Nope, she gone. She got <laughs> Tell her it was nice to meet her too. <laughs> I, will. I will. Do you guys know how we go out? You know the send out? I forgot. Oh. May the brew be with you. May the brew be with you. Mm. Yes. Yeah.